Do you think they're a top eight side? Who? The Suns. No, I, haven't, I wouldn't have them in the top eight at this stage, no. Right. But Where do you think they're still short then? How would, how would we know anyway? Yes. I know, but you've seen them last year. Okay? I don't see, I so can't do you, trust do you them see, to be in the finals them? yet. No, but I you can't. know, you see, okay, so you see the talent they've got available yeah. to them last year. Yeah. You know that the game plan of Richmond is different, and you know that the Giants got the same game plan, and they went from where they were to yeah. where they ended up last yeah. year. So, could you see the same thing happening yeah, with the Suns? They, of course, they could, but I haven't got them doing it. I, I just, I don't trust them, and I'm happy to be proven wrong. And if all of a sudden they can be hard nosed and win mm. games when they're not supposed to, and just, you know, like when we don't expect that they string them together, and then all of a sudden the pressure comes on that club and. For whatever reason, they haven't been able to stand up. So until they do, I'm... I'm There's two things about that. Gary Lyon and Tim Watson talking about the chances of the Gold Coast Suns. Gary Lyon going to join us shortly. What are your thoughts on the Gold Coast Suns? Uh, well, a very good coach can make a, a big difference. There's no doubt about that. But I'm sort of with Gaz on that one in the fact that it, some, some teams you need to see more of or um, you just see, need to do something consistently before you trust them to make the eight. But there's, every year there's always a climber and there's always a slider. Could they be the ones um, this year? They've, they've got enough talent. There's no doubt about mm, that. Mm. And a new coach, maybe he's the one. But I don't think they've had poor coaches in the past. I just think playing on the Gold Coast is really hard. I just think there's so many distractions. And then I've said it a thousand times, I don't think there's ever been a successful franchise on the Gold Coast in any code. What do you mean distractions and... and, and I don't know whether it's a lifestyle thing sure. or, uh, or you know, it is a it is a party town. Now I'm not saying that those young guys are out there. Those days are over, though, aren't they? The young kids, the young boys of today, that Noah uh, Anderson and 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 all those guys, the young kids have, that they've got. Well, there's, some, there's something on the Gold Rao. Coast that is, they don't look like they're party boys to me. There's something I know, I know, but there's something. Matt on... Rao goes to the library. Yeah, he's a unique individual, Matt Rowley, there's no <laughs> doubt about it. But there's, there's something on the Gold Coast that makes it very, very difficult for any any sporting code to be successful. And un- until we see it more often, I'm with Gaz on that one. Speaking of Gary, he's on the line now, of course, uh, fresh from uh, the hard-working breakfast shift with Tim Watson. They spoke, as I mentioned to you in the opening part of our show, they spoke uh, ad nauseum about the facilities. Gary just sort of threw it up. Tim wasn't happy to have the chat, but they spoke about the the facilities of all the other clubs, and there was no mention of the state-of-the-art West Coast facility, and just maybe they just never seen it and they couldn't comment on it. Fremantle's is pretty nice, too. Yeah, Fremantle's is not quite as good as West Coast, I don't think. Uh, Gary, good morning. (laughs) Cheer later. Really wrong sausage, but we took a great call from one of the Western Australians. We talked at length about the facilities at West Coast. So really wrong you, but oh, on no. this occasion... Oh, don't you start to... I did, guess. I did, the, five there, minute, I did yeah. the five-minute podcast catch-up, and I had to come on air. And yeah. The five minutes that I heard, Gaz, Gary... He's already, no blue, he's already blue with someone else in our family, in our SEN family. Who are you blowing with? Well, he's, he's blue with, with Kane. And uh, they're on. They're on together today. They're on together. Sausage is going on. Sports day with Kane. Is there any advice you'd like to give him? It's going to be absolutely must listen material because there's a clear dislike between both of them. Don't hold back, Sausage. Don't hold back. <laughs> <laughs> he reckons. He reckons that getting me on his show is to lift my profile. <laughs> it's red rag. <laughs> well. 
Oh, I don't know what to say about that. I think I'll just let you two go at it, you yeah. big heavy hitter. Hey, uh, Gary, um, when you uh, – I'm, I'm loving the look. Uh, you've been on leave, and, of course, when you're not on Fox footy, you let yourself go a bit. Grizzly Adams about yeah. you right now. <laughs> What are you saying? I'm fat. No, that's a different let yourself go. That's, that's a... more of a me let myself go compared to uh, you, you let your facial hair grow. What's the start? What is the uh, protocol for for the shave? Are you uh, do you go get it done professionally? Do you do you snip and then shave? What's the process? Because it's big. It's woolly. Uh, yeah, no, no shave. Uh, not shave on the length, but it did get a bit itchy around the cheeks. So <laughs> that got trimmed up a little bit. But um, I'm going. For a lunch, I think next Tuesday, where all of our bosses will be, and I'll, I'll see how well it's received then. And I suspect it may be off by the time I call the game on Wednesday. Oh. <laughs> so, in, in an ideal world, you'd ru- you'd roll with it. I would. I don't. I don't like shaving when you're a hirsute man like I am, and you're shaving two, three times a day. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a nuisance. But um, I don't think I'm going to get away with it. Your five o'clock shadow is five a.m. <laughs> Exactly, exactly right. <laughs> Two or three times a day. Just another one of your uh, your passions, Gaz. Goss oh. admitted earlier on this morning that he's now obsessed with lawn mowing videos and, uh, oh, yeah. and and on YouTube and on Insta and that sort of stuff. Yeah. It's, got, it's got him big time. He just loves it. That's right up your alley too, isn't it? Were you just watching sausage, or are you actually applying? No, you know, I apply. I'm a lawnmower no. from the from a lawnmower and a pool cleaner. I, everyone has these uh, the, the creepy crawlies. I like to do it myself. The satisfaction of doing it is un, yeah. is. And if you give him a ride on, nice. if you gave him a nice job, to have a pool, yeah, <laughs> Olympic size pool. Well, we know we need him over here, mate. We actually get the sun pops up occasionally. But I tell you what, if if you get offered Goss uh, anything in the world or a job at you know Jim's mowing, uh, then he'd be on the ride on all day every day. Well, you can come to my place down on the peninsula and it's a six to seven hour start to finish job. Please. Oh, really? Mate, well, lock uh, me a in. A couple of podcasts, get off, have a bit of you know, bite beer, a cup of tea, jump back on. It is uh, therapeutic and there's nothing I love more. Oh, I'm in, Gary. I'm in. Hey, Gary, have you heard of Harley Reid over there? <laughs> no. Who is he? <laughs> He's the You boy. know that Harley Reid... Is from a town that is about 16 kilometres from my hometown, Cleabrook, yeah, up in the Golden Valley. And my my dad, my dear old dad, coached his, I think it was his uncle um, at Tongala. So, yeah, we're very familiar with Harley, obviously. Yeah, you were up there not long before the draft, prior to the draft. And I reckon you were talking in, in and around. I was, I'm standing, standing correct if it wasn't you, but I'm pretty sure you were sort of, and you were talking to the family. Did you get a vibe yeah. that he was definitely going to come? And did you could you reveal the day, push back and say, no, he doesn't really want to go there? What can you reveal to us now? Uh, that was a. I went and watched the Calabrian Bombers play on our uh, under eighteen reunion. We won the flag back in nineteen eighty three, so forty year reunion, which I got to. And his mum and dad were there, and I had a great chat with them. And I did whisper in the ear. I said, "You know what? Um, Harley should be coming to Melbourne. You know that." <laughs> and they said, "You know what? They're coming up to visit us tomorrow." So I got a scoop right there and then. So uh, the demons futilely, as it turns out. Although they're very keen. I think you guys are very well aware of that. They're trying everything they could mm. to try and get into that earlier position. Mm. But, um, no, they were pretty relaxed about it, mate. He, he's more reports. Well, I've met him a couple of times. Seems like a really relaxed kid. So they were happy for him to go over to the West. And, um, and there he is. And I'd imagine he'll, he'll make all of you people over there 
that support the Eagles very, very happy. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, he's uh, he's obviously on the take from Herdsman Fresh Markets because he posts. Here we go. We've got the. Does he? He's a big poster. He's on learned Insta. real quickly that he will not have to pay for anything over here for uh, as long as he stays. But he, no, he does. We've had him on a couple of times, Gaz. He just seems like a ripper. He's, I've never seen someone handle expectation and pressure better than uh, than him at, at eighteen. He uh, he seems like a, an absolute beauty. Yeah, well, we understandably and just, you know, we all get uh, concerned prior because you don't know what, you know, and I don't appreciate what it's like you guys do over there, but I understand the hype around it, so we all get a bit concerned for it, but maybe we're jumping the shadows. You know, maybe it's just one of those young kids who's going to take it in his stride, mm. thrive, and um, and be the player that we all hope he can be. Thank you. Absolutely. Hey, Gary, one of our uh, learned listeners, John, who's a rusted-on footy fan and he does know plenty, has messaged in and said, would, would Melbourne get any benefit, and also Clayton Oliver, of possibly getting a, a Ben Cousins over there to mentor him, talk about pitfalls, about life in and out of football clubs and stuff like that. We're seeing the resurgence of Ben. Ben has actually been over in Melbourne. He's doing Dancing with the Stars, um, you know, and Ben has, has come from a long way back and he and he's no guarantee that he's in clear air all the time, all the time now. But uh, would there be any value in that while Ben is over there, maybe to touch base with the Melbourne Football Club? 100% I would think so, but and I'm not saying it hasn't been done. I, I've got absolutely no intel on that, but yeah, that would make sense to a lot of people to try and talk to someone who's uh, had the challenges that Ben's had, and it's great. I think everyone loves the fact that he's back. But I, I can say I was out at Melbourne last week, and they are cautiously optimistic about the fact that Clayton's uh, taking really good steps and strides forward. He's back training. Um, the uh, other issues in his life, which you know are many and varied, he seems to be handling a lot better. So... Again, every day is a new day, but right now they are really pleased with the way he's tracking. So, But that's not to say, as you know, um, we've all had challenges in our life that they don't pop up and to have a resource like Ben Cousins around wouldn't be a bad thing. Yeah, we wish him, Clayton, all the best. He's yeah, going through a, uh, a tough run, whether it's self-inflicted or whatever it is. We hope he's OK because he's an absolute star. What about Vossi? you got a two-year extension, Gaz. Um, I'm not sure what it, you know, contract's been at Carlton if things go pear-shaped, but uh, <laughs> two years for Vossi. He's turned that around so well from uh, earlier last year where they all wanted his head. They wanted the board gone and as they do at Carlton, but uh, just re-signed another two years. He's done a great job, and they should be good this year. Yeah, in a great advert to you know, the discussion that you guys would have had, we've had everyone in footy has, is that second time round you'd be a much better coach. Mm. You know, who's to say that Vossi in the first incarnation, when all that pressure came halfway through the year, you know, understandably, may have struggled with it, whereas with the hindsight of having had a crack at it and maturity and going over to port, and then he just he weathered it. And then they got going again, and we all know what happened towards the end. So no, I think it's great. They're, they're an exciting team. Competition's great when you know, Carlton and Collingwood are up and about and going well. Not everyone agrees with that, but in a broad sense. <laughs> and having Brian Cook there as well, yeah. Uh, yeah. committing for another. I think he's committed to the end of 25. Just a steady hand, the till. I think that's all, all um, points in the right direction for the Blues, Blue Baggers. Everyone loves a pre-season prediction, and we've done all ours, everyone around the network, to, to do this. And it's just called Fall Flat. I've gone Sydney GWS. I genuinely think it can be an all-Sydney grand final game. That's what I'm dealing with, Kaz. Yeah, well, that's what I'm dealing with, Scotty, because that's what the wish went with on, Thursday, on Monday, Tuesday in our first morning back. Oh, I should see his I chest could, pop out here. 
Oh. <laughs> One minute to six. I need your predictions, Tim. So that's how much homework he did on that. But um, we all agree on the Giants. So I've got the Giants contending. And um, I had Brisbane, who we had Chris Fagan in with us on, Monday, mm. on Tuesday. First time he's spoken since the, the granny. They've learned lessons. You have a look at his record as a coach and where they've been. It's tracking where it needs to. But predictions or within three or four weeks we can all look like idiots so yeah. let's not read too much into it that's how I'm saying it under the pump who's under the pump I had Kenny not Kenny I had Port Adelaide the footy club I don't know why but I just couldn't quite get my head around the way they went about re-signing Kenny last year I'm a big Kenny fan but if you're going to wait wait until the most important part of the year is mm. run and done and that's the finals they waited and waited and waited and then signed him in August Strange. Strange for me. Couldn't agree more. And Goss is just writing down that verbatim for his little chat with Kane this afternoon. That's South Australia for you, mate. <laughs> Gary, that's South Australia. Let's say it's, it's out well, in the corn's Gary basket. said it was strange. Gaz said it was strange. They, lost, they were <laughs> flying through the middle of the year. Mm. Um, yeah, you can understand. Then they waited and they lost six for the last night, including straight sets finals, which... As has been pointed out to me, so did Melbourne, Gary, you idiot, which is absolutely right. So they're under some pressure as well. Mm, and Melbourne didn't win a flag recently. Hey, interesting enough, uh, St Kilda, they certainly inquired about Trevor Nisbet and whether Trevor Nisbet was in the uh, thought processes of wanting to continue to be a CEO of a football club. He said no, he preferred to stay in WA. What do they need over there to work with uh, your brother, uh, Ross? I did see that. That was the newsbreaker, Scotty Cummins, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, I'm known for it, guys. I'm known for it. It's sort of thing. <laughs> he got poo-pooed about five minutes later, but we went with it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and the intel was well, right. Yeah, it was. Well, it appears to be. Um, strong, which, you know, Trevor Nisbet would be. I mean, you've got to be a strong person. You've got to be able to work with Ross, it would appear, from the way the Saints are going about it. They've, you know, they've invested heavily in him and his appointments because... There's been a few that have come and gone since he's arrived, but if you think you've got the right man, then you want to put the best team around him. But you do need a strong hand. Um, I'm not sure who that's going to be. Uh, but clearly, it wasn't going to be Simon Leslie, so good luck to them. I'm not sure where they're going to go. I'm not surprised, though, that Trevor Nisbet would be sort of like you speak to. It's old school. It's old school, though, isn't it? It's going back to we had. It's going back to '90s type stuff where the coach ran the football club. When you're talking, you know, Sheeds and, and Mick Mouldhouse, they ran what they wanted to do, and then it sort of changed, Gaz, in the 2000s, 2010s, to the football manager was the boss in the in the Walshies and the Graham Wrights and those sort of people. St Kilda, I think they've wound back the clock to the coaches running the show. Yeah, and we'll know who's right and who's wrong by the end of the year because when your team's performing really well um, and winning, then as Alistair Clarkson did when he was running the show, and he had Fakes, you know, mm. his right-hand man and had good people around him, but he was pretty strong in the way he went about things, Clarko, but no one really cared when they were putting big trophies in the cabinet year after year. So, um, no, they've, they've gone not all in, but um, Ross is their man. So let's hope for them that they can you know, continue to play finals and win finals. I know, Gary, you've uh, you've come off a well-deserved break, but what's your investment on our two WA Short teams? <laughs> Fremantle, <laughs> Fremantle and it's West Coast. It's Hazelby type contract, yes. What is your expectation of the two WA teams? Uh, I, don't, I don't have either in the eight, but... Um, we were talking about there's only three that you'd, well, maybe even two that you'd confidently say can't make it in 
in the Eagles and the, and the Kangas, who are both in various stages of you know rebuilding and, and setting up to have another crack at it. Hawthorne might be too early for them, so I had those three, and then the rest is well, you would know, but Trio under under the pump, which is uh, again no news to you guys, and Justin. Had a pretty good year first up, and then he's been, you know, he's having to deal with a few things about the way they play and the style of footy and all those things. But I heard their footy manager recently with uh, might have been Dino, and yeah, they're, they're singing from the same sort of hymn book that the premiers of recent years have, and that is, you know, let's get this thing going quickly and move it forward and give us forwards a crack. So, you know, Luke Jackson looks like he's going to be ready to take over, mm-hmm. take this, take the comp over. You got a couple of big key forwards there, so I think we have much better place or further advance rather, mm. West Coast. I don't think they'll make the finals. Last one, guys. Every year, there's a there's a climber and there's a uh, slider, an unexpected climber and an unexpected slider. Who you got? I didn't have that any questions at one minute to six on Tuesday, Scotland. <laughs> so I haven't given that a great deal of thought. So, um, who's going to climb? The crows. This time last year, I was a bit mm. bullish on the crows. Um, so I'm not jumping on, you know, in hindsight. So I, I maintain. Some confidence in them. Some, you know, can Tex have as good a year as he had again at the age? That'd be some, I guess, some way to deciding that. But I, I like them. And um, who is inside that might go out? You got the doggies I think going the up. Saints will be under some pressure. No, I don't. I'm not as, pardon the pun. I'm not as bullish on the dogs. But again, they could. They've got enough talent. Mm. I'm not sure. Um, you know, we'll find out pretty quickly whether. Yeah, you know, there's a bit of smoke around, whether that's just smoke or there's fire in terms of how everyone's setting up relationship-wise. So um, if if everything's in alignment, then they, of course they could make the eight, but I haven't got a minute at the moment. Good on you, Gary. You hit the airwaves at 3 o'clock Perth time every morning with Tim Watson. Yeah, no, we're a little behind, mate. <laughs> don't get me started on daylight saving. No, no, good, good to chat, Gary. <laughs> Always appreciate you taking time to talk to us. Always available to you two fine men. Good on you. There he is, Greg. <laughs> Gary Knight, Fox Footy's finest, SEM Breakfast. You should go in the off-season and go I'm, mow his lawn. I would love... No, I don't want to do that. I would like to get on his tractor. Get on his, go, and, go and do his garden. 26 past seven. Luke Elby is all over golf. He's an absolute legend. There's some major developments in golf at the moment. Tiger Woods back playing tonight. Keep an eye on that one. We'll find out where, why, and a special moment coming up at the Masters as well. Luke Elby will join us after the news. Breakfast powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors, and land pride attachments.